Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, true crime friends, welcome to this extra special Patreon exclusive episode of True Crime and Academia. As always, I am your host, Mary DePippi. I hope you are all having a wonderful week so far. If not, I get it. That sucks. And I hope the rest of the week gets better for you. I am so excited to get into non-academia related cases with you all as part of these Patreon exclusive episodes. And for this first episode, I thought I would start with a very well-known case, especially since there have been some recent updates, and hopefully it seems like there might be more soon. So, without further ado, let's get into it. On the morning of December 26, 1996, the Boulder Police Department responded to a call about a kidnapping of a six-year-old girl. When they arrived at the home, they were shown the two-and-a-half-page ransom note that the girl's mother had found that morning at around 5.30 a.m. Police immediately searched the home, but there was no sign of the missing girl. Hours later, the police had left, and the girl's father had traveled down to their basement and made a gruesome discovery. He had found his daughter's lifeless body in the basement spare room. The girl had been strangled, sexually assaulted, and struck on the back of the head. Her name was John Benet Ramsey. Now, I know almost everyone has heard of this case, and most people believe that the family, especially John Benet's brothers, Burke, were responsible. And I believed it too. I had seen so many documentaries about this case over the years, and I had become convinced that Burke did it. However, I think I let myself be blindsided and ignore some major facts in this case. Now, I'm not here to change your mind about the Ramsey family or their possible involvement. What I do want to do is dive into the facts and discuss the various theories, including that of the Ramseys, and see if we can come to a better understanding of what really happened to John Bonet. So, let's start at the beginning. John Bonet was born on August 6, 1990, in Atlanta, Georgia, to Patsy and John Ramsey. She was the youngest of two children, with an older brother named Burke, who was roughly three years older than her. At some point, the family moved to Boulder, Colorado. Now, John was a multimillionaire businessman who bought his family a very luxurious home in Boulder, Colorado, and in a very nice neighborhood. Jean Benet was actually named after her father, whose first and middle name are John Bennett. And her middle name is after her mother, Patsy. So her full name is Jean Benet Patricia Ramsey. Jean Benet was an outgoing child and enjoyed having the attention on her. Patsy, the former Miss West Virginia of 1977, signed her daughter up for beauty pageants pretty much as soon as she could. By the age of six, 
John Bonet had won multiple pageant titles, and it's obvious why. When you look at some of the footage from the pageants, it's just, it's obvious. For a six-year-old, she is very poised, and you could tell that she's had some training for this based off the answers that she gives, and, you know, just her overall presence on that stage. Also, with Dad being a multimillionaire, she had some of the best costumes in the competition. Christmas of 1996 was a normal Christmas for the Ramsey family. They opened presents and attended a party. When they come home, they got the kids ready for bed. Now, there have been some disputes about the snack before bed. Patsy claimed that only Burke was given a snack of pineapple and milk with some tea that night. She stated that John Bonet was already asleep at this point, but... It seems that John Bonet had some of this snack before her death because of the undigested contents of her stomach that was documented in her autopsy. The next morning, Patsy came down the stairs at around 5.30 a.m. when she noticed three sheets of paper. It contained any parent's worst nightmare. It was a ransom note for John Bonet. The letter stated that John Bonet was safe and that they demanded $118,000. Aside from the demands, the note also had some strange elements in it. In one part, it discusses foreign factions. And then the end of the note where like you would put like sincerely or, you know, whatever type of pleasantry, even though this is a ransom note. So I can't imagine what type of pleasantries you're writing for that. But at the end of it, it said victory. And I feel like that's just an awkward phrase to put. Because like if your goal is to get money, I mean, yeah, you have supposedly you have the girl right so wouldn't your victory be when you got the money and not when you have girl and honestly for a ransom letter it was just strange and seemed to have the ramblings of someone who you know had a few lo screws loose up there patsy immediately called 911 and frantically explained to the dispatcher that her young daughter had been kidnapped in the 911 call, you can tell that Patsy is extremely distraught. She is crying and she is begging for the dispatcher to send someone out immediately. Just before 6 a.m., Officer Rick French arrived at the home and conducted a search. He had searched the basement, but not the basement spare room that was separated from the rest of the basement by a door. This is just one of the many missteps that occurred in this case. Thank you so much for listening to the Ivory Tower Boiler Room or True Crime in Academia. Welcome to our summer season. We made it to summer 2022. I am here with Mary DePippi. Hi, Mary. Hello. I'm Andrew Rimby, the executive director. Mary DePippi is our chief contributor. Uh, Nicole Arguello is our marketing assistant. And Kimberly Dallas is our editor. So yay, our interns <laughs> have positions. Okay. Yay. Um, please, please follow us on social media. We Mary posts so many creative things on her True Crime and Academia. How can they follow True Crime, Mary? At True Crime and Academia on Instagram and TikTok. Okay. And then you can follow the Ivory Tower Boiler Room on Twitter at Ivory Boiler Room. And at Ivory Tower Boiler Room on, ready? Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Okay. And you can email us. Um, we love to get pitched some episode ideas. So to do that, if you're a publicist out there, maybe you want to get one of your authors on our show, go to ivorytowerboilerroom at gmail.com. Uh, thank you to our audience, to our listeners. We're really excited because we have 
a lot going on on our Patreon. So Mary, do you want to maybe update everyone on our Patreon account? Yes. So aside from the content that we've already been giving you, we will also be having extra special episodes Um, specifically for true crime. I will be having an extra bonus episode every month starting in June. <gasps> yeah. You can and the only same- get yes. that if you are a subscriber. Yes. So patreon.com slash ivory tower boiler room. That's it. Just slash ivory tower boiler room. And Easy. we already have a lot of bonus material first. There is a full episode um, with Ursula Klein in our book corner. So you're going to see all of these new special series that are going to pop up in the summer on Ivory Tower Boiler Room. Yes, Mary will do it too on True Crime in Academia. You can listen to a teaser on our podcast, but guess where the whole interview is? On our Patreon. So only a cup, not a cup, but (laughs) a large cup of iced coffee um, at any of our favorite coffee companies, um, you only have to pay $5 a month. So please join. We will recognize all of you who join. We'll shout you out during the summer. Um, you can see our video interviews too. And if you want to become an ivory tower, $15 a month, three cups of iced coffee, uh, member, you actually will get our tote bag, our t-shirt, um, there's more. There's more. Oh, our mug. Cup. I'm drinking from our mug. <laughs> I should <laughs> for everyone who will see this, I'm actually holding it up. It's a very cool mug. So we are so excited for all of you to join us this summer. I love hearing from all of you. I know Mary loves hearing from all of you. Mm-hmm. Direct message us. We read them. And yeah, check out our social media because we post so many clips from the shows. And I started to kind of finesse my way around TikTok. So Mary sees how <laughs> excited I get when I know how to add music and all these filters. <laughs> so um, on that note, um, please, please join us for our Instagram events this summer. We have a monthly book club. Every month we have our book club and we're going to start having television recaps Um, we're going to have another open mic poetry event at pen and brush. So stay tuned. I think we might have a Halloween party, but just someone told me that. Okay. A little birdie, little birdie. Okay. I think we got it all, Mary. So so. on that note, let's put a bookmark in this. Yep. Bye everyone.